Support for this podcast comes from PayPal. Small business owner, PayPal QR codes are the safe and easy payment option. It's all the security PayPal is known for online, in person. Cash only, QR codes allow you to accept credit or debit with everyday low fees. No additional hardware or software needed. Use the app to generate your unique QR code. Customers scan your code with their PayPal app to pay you. Learn more at paypal.com slash us slash get QR code. Welcome to the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. My name is Josh Carey. You want in on a little secret? I was in hiding for 40 years. Yeah, I was hiding every part of myself in every situation. And I can tell you one thing, hiding sucks. I'm now on a mission to help extraordinary people like yourself rediscover the world around you, connect beautifully with others, and excel tremendously in all you set out to do. Join in. It's The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Well, hey there. Thank you for tuning right in. It is The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. You know that, and you also know it's Josh Carey. I'm especially excited for today's show because not only was this a long time coming, not only have me and the guest crossed paths more times really than we can count in person, online, virtual, all kinds of ways. Uh, But there's something so special that I'm going to begin right after we get the pleasantries and introduction out of the way about what is so substantial about living life, not only on your terms, but really to the fullest and bringing the best of business with the best of personal all together. And it resonates so much for me because I lived it. I, I experienced what it was like to live so not ideally for myself, to put it kindly, and then see the business struggle. So let me bring him right into the show. It is Jason Yerusi, the founder of Yerusi Holdings. What's going on, Jason? Hey, Josh, we've put in some effort to get this one across. So I'm glad to be here. How are you? I'm, I'm very good. And uh, we also put in effort um, coming up on, well, I, I wouldn't say coming up on, I think we actually crossed the one year mark of uh, participating in the PodMax events, which, as you know, started out as a live in-person event. Uh, September 2019 was the first. I was there as a show host. You were there as a show host. And uh, I think that that has to have been the first time we crossed paths. So let, let me just start there and get your impression of that. You, you like and appreciate doing not only live events, but your own live events and our live events. When the time comes, and I'm sure we'll all get back to that, you like what that experience brings? You know, there's something that can be said for sending across the table from someone and having a conversation. Um, we, we make the most out of it now. You know, video, Zoom, using these other platforms is great. But just the connection you can have when you're actually in the room and it just, it just enhances the energy, right? And so anything that can be done in a personal setting can always um, just create a different environment, right? So, you know, yeah. they're, not to say that there's going to be a lot of great, things that come of the virtual world now, where I think a lot of virtual events are going to get better and be more engaging and not just some, some talking head on the screen, but having someone in the room where you can, you can just feel the emotion. You can just have that 
one-on-one connection um, is definitely beneficial. You and your wife, Peely, who I know, you, you guys really do a lot together, not only in life, certainly in life. You're, you're what some would call a power couple, uh, certainly behind the scenes. But in front of the scenes, you, you find that that brings um, uh, a very successful and, and exciting element to, to business working in tandem. You know, absolutely. I, of course, you have your checks and balances, right? Because we're trying to, part of the, the goal here is that we're, we're creating a life that we want, right? And so it, balance is this word that we talk about that doesn't really exist, right? It's not like I'm balancing my kids here and then trying to balance business and balance working out. Is that you, you, you put the energy where we can in the right space, for the time that it needs it, right? So we always want to have our time dedicated to the kids, but that doesn't mean we can just let the businesses fall off. And where it's really just awesome to work with your significant other is that you know we're, we're addressing our life's goals together instead of each trying to parallel on our own spaces and then come back to the middle at the end of the day or, or whenever, the weekend. If you had to list one quality or trait that makes this work, which one would you say? And what I'm asking is it's, it's difficult enough to make any relationship or marriage work, right? You have, to, you have to put into it. And certainly, same could be said for business. It, it, it takes a concerted effort. So now you're bringing both to the mix, right? Because your business partner is your wife. So if you can uh, extract one quality or trait that is at the forefront of all of that, just making it as fluid as possible, which one? One would it be? There'd be some through line on patience, perseverance, and communication, right? Because you, you, we, we, we can all expect, but if we're not being patient with the outcome and not communicating with what that outcome actually is, desired outcome is, then we may be both working towards something, but it might not be on the same on the same street or the same plane, right? So lots of this is that we communicate. We, we just make sure we connect. We make sure our interests are aligned and we make sure our goals um, are in front of us, right? And so we have checks in to make sure that each of us is doing what we feel is definitely evident for what we want to have done. Mm. I, um, I started this whole episode saying that um, what I really appreciate about this is is how I, I see you as someone. I know physically you're someone that, that, that values health and wellness and fitness. And I know that that would, would, would go right in line with your, your lifestyle and your business. Some years ago and back, I struggled not only personally, but I saw the connection with how my businesses were struggling and how I always hit a wall and how I always just came up short and I couldn't figure out why until I realized and put two and two together and said, well, wait a minute, it's not about fixing the outside. It's only if and when I could adjust everything going on here and then bring that to the table in my business to do things get better. And these days, I'm seeing the result of that. And I know that uh, you could probably agree to that as well, right? You see a direct correlation with the better you are in as many elements as possible. Naturally, the better your business will be. Well, it's, it's all tied together, right? So lots of times, like a, a thing that's 
we forget about so much, even though it's a big part of our step in our, in our life is sleep, right? So we don't, we don't care so much about the mattress, right? You know, as long as the mattress, you know, you could have three springs sticking out of it, but on that part, not a big deal I'll just sleep on it, right? So you spend as cheap as possible, although you're spending a third of your life on that mattress, right? Just your recovery overall, just how you start your day, how you finish your day. Mm. All these are imperative to really your success because if you're starting your day where you're just on a freight train out there out the, and it's just chaotic to start, well, a lot of the series of events that happen throughout the course of the day are going to be aligned to just the chaotic approach that you started the day with. So we put a big part on just starting our days right, making sure we can get up, have the space for ourselves so we can be clear and be mindful of what we want to accomplish and what can be done. So when we do take that step into our day, we at least have the mindset where we're prepared for what could potentially happen during the day. You, I, I have introed you as the founder of Yerusi Holdings. Then I also know that you are, you're the creator of something called Fit Rich Life. I'd love to, I'd love to hear about both of those um, and, and see, see the differences and see how they connect. Sure. So uh, Uruci Holdings is a multifamily investment firm. What we do is reposition assets, uh, large multifamily properties to make them better communities. And doing so, not only can we improve the operations and, and improve just the generate uh, generation of or generating income, right? So it improves the value of the property, but we also make this a better place for the tenants to live. And conversely, that helps our investors get great returns because we take a property that's not being optimized, um, whether we approve it on the uh, maintenance side of the property or the management side of the property or a combination, and we make these better assets that perform better so they can provide cash flow that can help our investors achieve their their goals, whatever their investment goals are. And then Fit Rich Life is, is tactical advice for a fulfilling life. Uh, so if you go to fitrichlife.com, we have a, uh, a weekly newsletter where we're really going out there to target the, the items that we're doing in our day to improve. And they're not always perfect. You know, they're, they're lessons learned and there are a lot of things that we're working at continually to try and find what's most appropriate for our week. So sometimes it might be our workout. Sometimes it might be um, the books we're reading. Sometimes it might be what we're listening to. Uh, it might be investment tools that we found that, that have been beneficial or that we're researching or that we're using. Or it might find that these are things we're working on as a parent and um, lessons learned um, from parenting or from uh, relationships or from any, anything else that could be, come from that part. So having those points where we're just trying to pass along what we learn to help someone who's following us or looking for an answer potentially have more outlets to look at now because these are things that we've already we're shortening the gap right so if we've tried this hopefully they can say okay we see what happened with them um, maybe this would be beneficial for us or we can um learn from the mistakes that Jason and Peely have made to be able to get quicker to the results that's a good result and not necessarily something that's that's still um uncertain and you cross over who you serve in Fit Rich and Yerusi Holdings, for example, like you're serving, yeah? You know, so tactical advice for a fulfilling life. If, if you were to say, you know, most people, it, it, it's going to be hard for someone to say, I don't want a better life, right? Almost everyone at some point wants something better in their life. And maybe they haven't put the pieces together to, to identify exactly what that is. But in that fact, there's a lot to people that they're looking to, to, for ways to be better. People don't want to not have a good life. It just sometimes they're, they're, they're shy of what the 
the opportunities could be, right? Because um, maybe they've just never experienced it from them, or maybe they've never been around people um, who have even talked about it or given them the, uh, the just the thoughts in their mind, right? Well, the same thing with investing in multifamily is that most people, if they do invest, um, just go to the stock market or because that's what people know. That's the thing that's out there. But knowing that there's another resource where they can be active and have their money working in real estate, they can have it from a passive um, environment, but they can now have it backed by something that, that's a building instead of just being um, an investor in a stock where whether the stock goes up or down, you really have no say in the matter. Through through that, Yerusi Holdings, you you help people invest in multifamily uh, for themselves or through a bigger. Uh, a bigger syndication of sorts. Uh, so we do all syndications. What it means oh, is we pull, yeah, we pull resources from investors so we can all benefit from the economies of scale. So we'll, we'll, we'll do all the heavies, right? As the operator, we're going to create the relationships. We're going to source the market. We're going to identify great properties. We're going to identify great resources. Then we're going to bring that to our investor group so they can say uh, if this is something that fits their investment goals. And then they'll invest through us as a limited partner, as a passive investor. Um, they do not have to be active in any way. We are going to now take over the property, do the entire repositioning plan, align with our partners there, including uh, third-party management, so we can make this better a better property, and they can just receive their distributions, whether it be on a monthly or quarterly basis. That's that's amazing. I'd love to bring children into this conversation. Uh, you have you have two children? Three. Three. What are the ages? I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, just turned six, just turned four, just turned two. Two, four, six. That's right. I, lo- I love that. I, I, you know, anybody who's listened to me for any length of time knows that uh, I adore my children. I, I, I love playing that role, uh, being a father, and uh, I, I credit them with helping turn my life around. Do you see, I mean, at that age, um, how do you... How do you bring what you do specifically into the lives of your kids? Is it too soon or are you aware that you're going to pass along everything that you're learning about now to them? through? No, it's, it's never too soon. Ideally, we're helping people. And that's the environment. When we come on to speak with you or we go out to, to speak at a group or we're doing a call, we're helping people. And that's the big pass through to the kids here is that this is not something where we're looking to, to get something from someone. We're not achieving to, to, to get rich from this person or to get this point. We're providing value that can help someone. And on that point, if the question is, what are you helping them with? It's going to be, what do they need? What do they need? If they need help um, being uh, potentially having better thoughts or having a better mindset, or if they need help to learn about um, buying the apartment building. So we show them when we travel, we'll show them the buildings we own. And we'll talk to them about buying this building and, and what we're going to do here. And why are you buying this building? Because the people that live there right now don't have the best place to live. So we're going to make it a better place for them to live. So we're going to help them have a better place for them to live. So the mommies and daddies and the kids have a better place to go home to what if you are not having a good day what do you do for yourself how do you get out of that rut 
Well, that's where having a strong partner is aligned, right? Because at, at, at the point here, you have the other partner who, who you're in, you have a sound enough communication that they, they understand you to know that there, there's a point here where something's not completely on. So you take a moment and you have to reset, right? Because you do have that choice to turn the day around. Not every day is perfect. And so we go through our up days and our down days, just like everybody else. But doing these steps where we can hedge our downside, right? That's massively important. That's a lot with, with meditation, right? So, so part, of, part of mindfulness is not so much that you're going to eliminate your anger, eliminate your weaknesses, eliminate this, is that you're going to shorten the curve, right? Mm-hmm. So, so if you used to get angry over something and it would lapse for days, well, maybe you can take that down to, to an hour or a half hour because you, you understand that in, in the big scheme of things, it just it's one one little minuscule moment of this entirety entire eternity so for us to to spend all that time in there um it's pointless and now of course we all have feelings we all we all have those points but is this something that really is is a huge deal am i going to remember this in five years or is just this something for the moment and when you can make things that simple most 99 percent of the time this is something that's just happening in the moment that in a couple of years, you'll never even remember. So do I need to put that much time into it now? Probably not. And this is certainly something that comes with practice. It comes with awareness. It comes with attention. And I love that you brought up that it's not about eliminating the, the fear or the anger or any of those negative emotions. I love how you put that. It's shortening the curve because that's what I learned early on. Uh, I, I've been meditating for a few years now. That also was one of the first things when I made the choice to change my negative habits, beliefs, and patterns into better ones, I, I took on meditation and, and, and certainly credit that with a big, big portion yep. of the success there. And then slowly but surely, I realized the same thing, that it's not about eliminating it per se. It's about lessening the time that you stay there. Sure, you might be caught off guard or you might get triggered for something, but then how do you work yourself out of it? Uh, you you strike me as someone that today you're you're confident you have things put together you know what you want you know how to achieve certain things would you say that you were always like that growing up did you see this coming no absolutely not and even even today you know there's there's points in your day and points your side where where confidence comes and goes right it's not like i'm confident on point but it's the point that you want to bring out yourself daily and you'd rather start at that level and then find your way back to that level right i think a lot of times people start their day their day in a point of uncertainty and then now they try and find that confidence where if you start the other way around it's easier to get back to that than to say oh i feel awful i feel horrible i don't feel great about myself and then try and gain that back through the day and that's why starting your day in a, in, a, in a certain fashion with consistency allows you to start in a better mindset throughout so no i i don't think confidence would would be one of my inherent traits that I've always had at all. Really? What was life like growing up for Jason Yerusi as a young child? You know, I, I would say it's just something where I, I've always, I, I've come from a family of, of second guessing, right? So, so you always second guess. Wow. And that's something where I, I've tried to basically eliminate that is because you can guess anything and it will never be the exact outcome. And so making a choice 
is a hundred times better over deliberating over a choice and then spending days or weeks to, to decide something just it, it, it rarely ever puts you in a better place to, to, to ponder over something for so long that when you make that choice, especially if you don't know a desired outcome, that, that the outcome really never gets you closer to where you want. It's just better to just choose, go and pivot. Can you give me an example? That's a fascinating um, segment that you came from a family of second guessing. What might that have looked like? What stands out as an example there? I can think of something silly, so I'll go over that. I, I, just going out to eat with the family. Yeah, it, was, it was one of those points where no one would make a decision, and then when someone would make a decision, no one would like the decision. So it was, it was like one of those uh, effects here where it was just like you, you would, everybody would be ready to go in the car. No one would, would, would step up to choose something, and then when someone step up, they would get shot down because no one would like it. So at some point, it's one of those things where you, you, you have yeah. to be in charge and drive, Right, because if I just walked up, hey, we're going here tonight. Love to have you go and want to come. It's a yes or no. Right, it's a lot cleaner than just saying, hey, what do you think about these seven seven options? It's like Calendly, right? That's why Calendly works so well. I was listening to the thing about the guy, um, Tope, who created Calendly, and part of the thing, right? If you ever tried to schedule a, you know, a meeting with like five people over email, it's like, hey, how about Tuesday at ten? Yes, 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 yes. And the last guy's like, no, it doesn't work. How about Thursday at three? And all of a sudden, here you are for like three weeks trying to decide on a meeting. And that's why something okay. as effective as calendar is like here it is find a time that works for you book it no back and forth it's done and it just eliminates all that downtime of just of almost email overkill right oh yeah so we know and 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 you just brought it up that a a successful trait of a business person or an entrepreneur is the ability to make a decision and stick with it for better yeah. or worse uh, and you grew up with the, with the opposite of that. In that real time, in retrospect, looking back, were you aware of, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. This is something that when I have a say in my own life, I'm going to put it aside. And, or were you just like, all right, this is the way life is? No, I think most kids the, the, in the environment they're raised assume that that's the environment, right? Mm. And so you, you, you learn as, as you get exposed to more and you see different paths in different ways. So no, I don't think I was just, I ultimately stepped out of the gate and said, oh, this is wrong, kind of, kind of fight the curve. Um, but you learn that what's gonna work for you going on, right? Because where, where you start does not have to be where you finish. Where you start, wow, is not where you need to finish. Say it again. Well, where you start does not need to be where you finish. Wow. So that means, uh, let's break that down a little bit. That, that means that wherever you are, really, um, does not mean where you, you have to go. You could change. You could adjust. You could learn. Everybody tries to make the point, well, I came from this, so I can't have this. But there's always people that, that choose a different path, right? So, and a lot would say that sometimes it's an advantage. Um, if you come from, you know, hard upbringings, are you more familiar to, 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 to grit and to have to have, you know, hard times that when something comes up that you're, you understand it and you're not just going to say, Oh, it's, it's hard. So I'll stop. Or is it easier that you had everything given to you? And so the first time you, you know, you have a hangnail or you, or something tough comes up, you, you run for help. Right. And so there's that, that point in life where you may start on a rough path and you can make any excuse or any, yeah, you, know, you, you can find a reason you can't for it if you want. Sure. You always can. 
And is there the reason you can't? Sure. But are you going to let that stop you? Well, that's your choice. If you don't want to let it stop you, then you, you find a solution in there. So, okay, here's the problem. What's the solution? And that's where a lot of the greatest minds and the greatest inventions come from, right? So this is a problem. So how can I circumvent this problem with something that, that can help me in my life? And you push forward. You just keep pushing. Hey there, entrepreneurs. Eric Cabral here, founder of On Air Brands and host of the Entrepreneur Circle and Capital Hacking. I wanted to share something truly unique with you that we've created called Pod Max, which is an amazing opportunity to connect you with major podcasts to help you share your fascinating stories with their communities. This unique invitation-only event includes interviews with you on top-rated business podcasts all in one day. It also provides a unique networking opportunity with high-performance guests and thought leaders who are authors, coaches and consultants, investors, speakers, executives, you name it. These are the type of people that you need to be around. We also provide industry expert keynotes to hit our stage to share insights on podcasting, investing, marketing to help you take things to the next level. And the cool thing about Podmax is that it has a multimedia agency engine behind it with on-air brands to provide social media promotions before and after the event to share your brand new shows with your network. So hit the apply now button at podmax.co and I hope to see you at the next Podmax event. What did you want to be when you were growing up and what did you pursue out of high school and college? Um, you know, that, that, I actually don't know if I had, I, I had a, a weird couple years where I had a lot of, um, I lost a, a lot of friends in a random spot and I come from, you know, a, a white car town. It was just, it was just one of these things where I, I lost a best friend, um, three other friends and my girlfriend and uh, in a matter of five years. And so, I, I, I left high school um, a bit lost just because there, there I don't know if there was the, um, it, you know, it was pre-internet. It was all those parts where you just wasn't a lot of, you know, like resources to, to be guidance, right? So it was basically me just trying to work that out, right? So um, did well in sports. Sports was always my, my goal, but I, I feel that, you know, some of my drivers probably just be from that because I think that that points your point. If you, you have a lot of things happen where loss is constantly around you, that, that's a, the big concern that when you have something that it may come and go, just like these other things happen. So I went to school. Um, I picked finance really based on a recommendation and fine major, but it, it wasn't really a draw, you know? And so, and then you just figure it out. I mean, like college is this one thing where you go, is it, beneficial yeah maybe maybe not i don't know it depends what you do with it but really life and what you do with it after that that's where you can really draw your parallels because if i want another path i mean peely and i probably wouldn't have met you know and so i find the greatness in what happens and everything happens in a good way if you say it can and if you say oh this all is horrible well then that's going to be your outcome. But if you say, okay, this is what it is, let's, let's make each point better and better from what I'm learning and build on it, then you get to a point now where, where Peel and I have found each other and we, we just have created a life that's really, really awesome. That's incredible. After college and you went for, for finance, did you have a, a job that you were pursuing? I almost stopped that narrative just because I didn't want it. I, it, was, it was that point of, I just knew it didn't fit. And I don't think that there was a, a point of, you know, I, I had great grades in school, always had great grades. No. Um, just, I don't know if I, the word is I didn't care, but I just, I, it didn't resonate. 
right? It, it just didn't, it didn't hit home for the direction or scope of where I wanted to go. So what, so after college, you, you quickly found, um, Yerusi Holdings? No, Yerusi Holdings, we, so we go through a number of ways. Uh, Pili and I worked in the arts for a long time. I traveled for a lot, um, working in the arts. I lived in Europe for a couple of years and then back and we did all kinds of different things. And then we met, of course, uh, a lot of carryovers when you're not, you know, you're working in, um, New York city nightlife. So restaurants, bars. And so we met back in 2003 working at a bar and it took us almost 10 years to, to ultimately become a, a couple, right? We both run our own pass, our own. She moved, went to Hawaii, went to California, back to New York, back to, back to Hawaii um, before we actually even got together. You know, she was um, on her own path and I was mine. We both had our own relationships, but that was hugely beneficial because you, you, sometimes the lack of action is always something that um, keeps people from where they want. But the good thing about action is that from that action, if when things happen, you can learn just as much from knowing what you don't want to finding what you do want from that. So if something fails or something doesn't work out, okay, you can say, okay, that didn't work out. But if you, if you do something where you say, oh, I just don't like that, well, that's better than just thinking about all these things to do to decide maybe if you will or won't like them, right? So for real estate, I've had people, you know, like study to do real estate for like, like a couple of years and then they start and they don't like it. And it's like, well, you could have just cut out these couple of years of just, just starting to figure out you don't like it instead of wasting all this downtime trying to learn everything, right? It's like this evolving evolution of information where if you just jump in, you can quickly understand that, okay, cool. This is great. Where do I need to learn more? Right? It's like, and, and we're going way off the cusp here, but like um, Instagram, right? Like everybody shows these great pictures and you think that's the life you want, but most people don't have that life that they're showing. And most people don't have a, a, a true draw to that, that image, right? So I want a great car and a big house, but it means nothing to you, right? You'd be happy with a, you know, 2000 square foot house and, you know, a car that runs, right? So you don't need that big car and, and, and or that great car and that big house. And if you had it, is that it? Is that the end of your success? Probably not. You'd rather have a great relationship or, or you know, um, a, healthy, a healthy life. And so finding what you want through your actions will lead you to a happy life. I'm glad you brought up the varied road you took, including uh, time spent in the arts. Um, yeah. I talk about that personally as well. I spent 15 years as an actor and filmmaker in New York pursuing that, that lovely path as well. Mm -hmm. um, a little research into you. Does that, did I see this correctly? Did you have a stint as an actor in your life? I did. Yeah, I did. I actually worked as a model and that's why I lived in Europe for a couple of years and then uh, back and then stay in New York for a while. And uh, Peely was on the same run. She came as a, a Shakespeare, for Shakespeare um, from, uh, she did a, what would it be? She, she came to uh, a college in uh, New York as a um, transfer program from the University of Hawaii. So that's why she first came. How, how often do you, do you talk about that? Um, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't know if I, I don't cause it doesn't come up in conversation most times, you know, like got to do a lot of fun stuff. I got to travel, you know, I lived Italy, Germany, Switzerland, England. I was, did that for a while and it was fun. You know, I worked in a lot of different countries and um, it was, a, it was a cool to meet a lot of people. And I think that gave me more exposure 
and just show me that there, there's the world is is an open canvas, right? So people people find find different paths in their lives in all different areas, right? And so it also gave me perspective in a lot of ways, you know, just people's um, outlook on life. Um, when I was living abroad, you know, I'd see, I'd see people's thoughts on, on America, which is a whole different perspective for me living in America. Um, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. So you were... I, you were an actor in a uh, in an indie film, right? One of the leads, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I did. I did some of the soap operas. You know, I did commercials. Um, you, you know, just same, the same actor thing. Not nothing too. I think I had this little thing in HBO. So a lot of little fun things, but you know, not nothing actually ever substantiated. More, I think your energy finds your own different way too, right? So I uh, that paralleled into you know opening a brewery and opening a restaurant in New York, and then you know they they all parallel. You just keep. Yeah keep growing and growing and you, you find different interests and you, and you build upon. Right. And that's kind of, that's kind of what the world's about. And what kind of, uh, what kind of modeling did you say you did? Oh, print. Yeah. All kinds of things, print fit commercial. I had all kinds of stuff, fitness. Yeah. I did a bunch. Wow. Um, I, I've analyzed that, that chunk of time for myself thinking, okay, what was I going for there? What did I really want? What did, what was the outcome? Um, looking back, what do you think you were, you were hoping or looking for in that moment to get out of uh, a pursuit of the arts? I don't know. I, and I think that's part of it is, is you don't, sometimes you don't know what you're looking for sometimes you're just doing with the, with the effect that you're finding. Right. And that's like anything, right? So if you, you assume that you can find something, sometimes it's not there to find. And I think I was, I was learning about myself where I want to be. And I was, I was finding where I wanted to go. Um, And this just was the vehicle that was taking me there at the moment. Right. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you, you, you park that vehicle, you get out and you, you jump in another car. Right. And so, I, I don't know, you know, and that's like that thing, like what would the advice I give myself when I was like 25, right? Well, doing that is, is, is prohibitive because say I gave my, myself 15 years ago world wisdom. Well, at 25, would I be ready to take it? Probably not. So it's almost that point. Like, and the person I am today is because of the person I was before. Yeah. I uh, really appreciate that. I like how you, because a lot of people do ask, oh, if you were to give your younger self, and it's like, sure, I could answer that looking yeah. back in retrospect, but it's not like, right, it's, it's, it's actually a fascinating when you really step out and take to heart what you just said about that, that uh, would I have even taken it? Sure, I can give it, but I'm sure we're given all kinds of advice in, in that moment that would have resembled the same advice and you're not. It's sort of like the thing that comes to mind is when you're a new parent or becoming a new parent for the first time, what, is every, what does everybody say? Oh, get some sleep, make sure to sleep now. I mean, you hear it and it's like, yeah. okay, but you yeah. don't because there's no reference point. And then only until after are you like, oh, I see. But even if you did then, it wouldn't have made sense. So no, so life, yeah, yeah. And you, you have to learn your own route and, um, you're ready when, when you finally hear it, right? So you could tell me the same thing that's good for me 
500 days in a row. And then, you know, Deborah could walk up to me in the street and say, Hey, do this. Same thing you said. And for whatever reason, I heard Deborah that day. And it's the greatest thing I ever heard. And he'd be like, I told you that 500 days in a row. I was like, Oh, well, I, I just, today was the day. That is actually uh, the way I think about meditation. I discovered it a few years ago, but I've heard of it my whole life, right? Like, you, you know, you come across and it's like, ah, oh, you should meditate. Always just, just fell flat because I was never ready. It didn't, yeah. uh, it, it, I wasn't attracted to it. It didn't interest me until it did. When, yep. all, the, when all the lines uh, converged and I was like, okay, I got to try this. And you do, and it, it makes sense. So it's just really being able to, to really appreciate who we are, where we are, what we are in any given moment and say, this is it. I'll learn, I'll grow and not to beat ourselves up. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's what it is. It's constant understanding of where you are. Mm. And where, where is Jason Yarusi today? Um, I'm in a, I'm in a fulfilled place. I, and for that, I'm constantly looking to stretch my boundaries to understand more about myself. And I, I'm realizing that, that I, I don't know anything. Everything I learn is something. And there, there's, for a while there, I, th- I thought that, you know, I was, I was done with books. You, you get to a point where you're just like, you shut off your world to information, right? Where now I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly learning, but I don't, I don't want to be predisposed to like, I don't care about the news. I'm not watching CNN, CNBC. I don't care about the weather. I don't, I mean, people, I, I think setting your day to the weather, I don't even look. And okay, so is it going to get me one day? Yeah, sure. But do I care? No. And like, I'd rather my kids go play in the rain because I don't want them growing up and having that mindset like, oh, it's raining out. So the day is going to be horrible. It's like, it's, it's just raining out. And I, I'm, I'm just continually trying to, to push the boundaries. So Saturday, I'm going to run 100 miles. Um, the race I was doing got turned to virtual. So I'm, I'm, running, um, I'm running 100 miles here in New Jersey around a 20-mile loop. So I'm going to do that. Um, that will be a new experience. Um, and it will go as it goes. You know, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'll get it done. Um, could it go great? Yes. Could it go awful? Yes. We'll probably do both. Probably. Does it matter? No. Just going to go out there and do it and uh, start today and finish the day. How beautiful. Talk to me about fit, rich life. What aspects does it focus on in one's life? Mental fortitude, improving your health and growing your wealth. As simple as that is that your mind has to be ready for what you're capable of. Your health is going to be the vehicle to get you there and your wealth can be whatever you want to take from it. You can have a wealthy life, whether it be in your family, in your faith, in, in your finances. You can have those components, but you have to identify what's important. How does one begin? Is that something that's pretty easy and natural and you just have to focus on it and get it down? Or do you have to dig deep? And Depends on the person, right? I think it's beneficial for, for most to ask exactly what they want. Because m- most people skim over that because those are the tough questions. What do I want, right? What do I want? What you want today may not be what you want in 10 years, right? But it, it's like me saying, hey, I want to go on a trip. And you say, where? I say, well, I don't know. Well, then it doesn't matter, right? Same thing with our life, right? Like, where, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go right now? And on that point, you can give yourself that next actual step. And the, the failure usually comes that I want to go here and that's your entire framework of, of your journey is to get there. 
but you forget and you won't start because you forget that the, the step that, that really comes from there is that what's the first step? What's that first step to get there? And that's why, like, if I want to climb the mountain, right. And I want to get to, you know, I, at the peak, right. Well, I, I never do it because I'm so caught in like, oh man, it'd be, it'd be just ridiculous to get to that peak. It must be insane. But I forget like, well, the first step might be to get a pair of hiking boots. I don't know. You know, like just that first logical step usually gets jumped over when that's the step that starts you on the journey. Hmm. Wow. Uh, I, I created the hidden entrepreneur on the foundation of spending a lifetime hiding behind fear and allowing that to paralyze me for, for never taking that first step or any step and using that as an excuse. Can you share with us a time that comes to mind where you were overcome with fear and you knew you can go in either directions, but you had to plow right through it? Um, I think most things, like if, if you're not afraid of something, you probably don't care about it. Right. So I don't know. I don't know an exact moment when, when that, but most times you, you, it, there has to be some level of, of fear of the unknown. Right. But it's your ability to just start that eliminates that. Right. Cause we, we all assume like the worst case, right. We're going to get eaten by a saber tooth tiger if we go do this, but it, that's just our human instinct building up on us. And it's us saying, okay, that's, that's literally the, 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 the point, oh, 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 1% of what could happen. But what about all the upside? And most of the time we can't, because we haven't received the upside ever, right? It might be like, like the perfect partner who we love or, um, you know, having kids or um, getting this new job or starting this business. Since we never have done that before, um, it seems so foreign. So we just track ourselves back to average where it's that, that point, it'd be ready to, it'd be safer to stay in that, that pocket of fear where I'm average because it's safer compared to risking potential happiness because my mind can't, can't fully, I guess, um, encompass it. Hmm. Wow. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. I love the whole theme that we're talking about here. It's truly just uh, being able to live your best life possible and you're, you're walking the walk in, in, in all the different check boxes. What, what finally needs to be said that hasn't been said to the person listening so they can go out and continue to identify and live their best life possible? Action may lead to failure, but inaction never leads to results. So if you're going to think about doing something, you'll probably never do it, right? And that's why most of the times when, when people have these great ideas and they come out with these things like, like ring doorbell, right? Everyone's like, oh, I thought about that years ago. Yeah, maybe you did, but you didn't do it because the struggle for doing it um, is where the results come from. And that's like a lot with our life, right? So if you want to get in shape, start taking some action to do it. If you want uh, a new career, start learning something to get you there. If it, it, nothing is going to happen if you just continue to ponder about doing things and don't take one step in that direction. Amazing. Jason Yarusi, how can people continue the conversation with you and follow up? Sure. So go over to fitrichlife.com. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, Jason Yarusi, and it's probably the two best places. 
Absolute wonderful man, sir. Thank you so much for spending your time dispelling this insight and wisdom for living the best fit, rich life all around you can. Absolute pleasure. I'm glad we got to have this conversation. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I really appreciate you spending your time. We'll do it again before too long. Until we do, as always, go get them. Thanks for listening to The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Make sure to subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so you can get notified every time we publish a new episode. And we'd love to hear your thoughts with an honest review on iTunes. Finally, follow us on your favorite social media platforms to keep the conversation going with Josh Carey and today's guest. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.